Hello, and welcome to San Antonio Oasis in person. My name is Jenny Brown, Associate Director for Oasis, and today we are interviewing Jake Yetterberg. Jake has a retirement planning practice where he helps pre-retirees and retirees avoid the three costliest mistakes of retirement planning so they can realize their perfect retirement lifestyle. He has been helping older adults manage their retirement finances for 22 years. Jake has also been volunteering as a board member and teaching classes at San Antonio Oasis for nearly 20 years. Jake, thank you so much for joining us today. It's my pleasure. We uh, always appreciate the opportunity to share timely and relevant information with Oasis members. Obviously, we're having to do that in a little bit for a different format now, uh, but, but ironically, it's even more important to stay in touch now, even though it's gotten a little harder to do so. So we appreciate the, that Oasis is taking this route to do the, the podcast and the Zoom calls and to, to get this information out. So it's our pleasure to be here. Thank you, Jake. We appreciate that. Jake, we have heard a lot in the press about the stimulus and business portions of the CARES Act. Are there any other provisions in the act that directly affect older adults? There are actually a lot of changes. And of course, the bill only passed a couple of weeks ago. So a lot of it's kind of being gone through right now. Uh, but most of the press has actually been about the stimulus checks and the small business payroll and rent relief. So there's a lot of other good stuff in there, though. So what we want to do today is cover those things that would directly affect most OASIS members. So here's a broad overview. You can now fund IRAs all the way to the newly extended filing date of July 15th. So the first thing they did is push tax day back. And then they said, oh, by the way, under this CARES Act, we'll also allow you to uh, not fund your IRA all the way up to the end if you want to. So if you thought you missed the deadline, you can actually continue to do that all the way to July. Um, as a side note, under the SECURE Act, which passed January 1st of this year, they also now allow you to fund an IRA even if you're over 70 and a half and still working. So that used to not even be allowed, but now you can do that and you can do it under the CARES Act all the way till July 15th. Another big and important change that they made is that they waived the required minimum distributions from qualified retirement plans for the tax year 2020. Then they also increased the allowable loan amounts from qualified retirement plans from 50,000 to 100,000. So you used to be able to take a loan from a 401k up to $50,000 or half of the value. Now that is moved up to 100,000. And then finally, for the younger subset, they waived the 10% penalty for retirement plan distributions taken before age 59 and a half. And there are certain conditions on this one, which we can cover in a minute. Jake, I know you touched on the required minimum distribution, the RMD waiver. Who does this affect and how does that actually work? So that's an important question because this is going to affect a whole lot of people. So a quick recap, the required minimum distribution is that time when the government forces you to start taking money out of your tax deferred account. And the reason is they want you to start paying taxes on it. So under the old rules, you used to have to do that at age 70 and a half. And then under the SECURE Act, which again came a few months ago, uh, they moved that age to 72. And so now the big deal is for 2020, because of the COVID-19 crisis, they, 
you don't have to take a required distribution at all. So if you're at that age where you have to, they have waived it for the entire year of 2020. Uh, another thing, if you deferred your first required distribution into uh, 2020 from 2019, which they allow you to do the first year you have to take your RMD, you could actually waive both of them this year. That would be for a smaller set of people, though, those who just turned required minimum distribution age and waived it. So again, not many people would have done that, but that would actually be a double benefit for those people. The bottom line here is that this is going to help most older adults save income taxes this year, because if you don't take that money out, uh, it's not taxable. So you get a little bit longer to defer it. But the bigger reason is the market took a, a crash here over the last several weeks of about 30%. Now it's made at, it's made back up just a little bit of that. But what happens is they take your required distribution off of last year's December 31st value. So people who lost a lot of money would have been forced to take a larger distribution and forced to sell at what would be the worst time now that the market has lost money. So that's the bigger reason that they deferred that uh, RMD. So that's that's actually a provision that's going to help anyone who's taking RMDs. You don't have to have a reason. You don't have to qualify for it. They just said, hey, we're going to get rid of this for 2020. Um, now, a lot of people have asked a couple of other questions around that. Do they have to make up that RMD? And the answer is no, you don't. So that's just gone forever. It's waived, not deferred, which is obviously better. And then second, uh, they asked them, what if I took my required distribution before this whole crisis hit? Could I put it back in because now I don't have to take it? So that was a gray area that they just actually clarified a couple of days ago. So what they said is, if you took it out in February or after, they're going to allow you to put it back in without paying taxes on it all the way to July 15. However, if you took it in January, they're not going to let you put it back in. The million dollar question is why did they pick that January and February cutoff? And honestly, nobody knows the answer, but, but that's the rule. So um, they're doing that under the 60 day rollover provision that already existed. And but but they extended that to July. So you actually have all the way to July if you took your RMD in February or later of this year, but you now don't want to take it. So that's a, that's a complicated one that you're going to have to work with your advisor on and make sure that you can do it, that you haven't taken any other distributions because they only allow one rollover in, in a 365 day year. So it, it, there's a lot of moving factors in that one. That's one you're going to want to check with your advisor on. Okay, that's good information. So for those of us who are still working, well, so that's a, a big part of what bill. they were targeting. Uh, a lot of people who lost their job, restaurant workers. So you might be under 59 and a half, but still affected. So what they've done, the big thing there is they waive the 10% excise penalty on an IRA or other qualified retirement plan withdrawal. So it used to be that if you weren't 59 and a half, if you took money out, not only was it taxable, but there was an additional 10% penalty on top of that for not being old enough. So what they've done is waived that penalty. And then they also waived the 20% mandatory withholding. So it used to be if you took money from a 401k early, the, the custodian would send 20% to the government. That way the, the government obviously knew that they'd get their tax money. So they waived that. There is one important point though. They did 
define this one as you have to be an affected individual. And here's where they define affected individual. If either you, your spouse, or your dependents got the coronavirus, or you were negatively financially impacted by it, then you can you can take that early withdrawal and not pay a penalty. So most people probably have the case that they were negatively financially impacted. So if you, if you lost your job and you need to pull money out to get through the next couple of months, you can do that with no penalty now. That's the big change. Do these changes present any planning well, opportunities yeah. for older so adults? One clarification, you don't have to take your required distribution this year for 2020, okay? But you may still want to, and I'll give you an example. There, the, a couple of years ago, they passed the Qualified Charitable Distribution Rule. And what that said is that if you're of required distribution age, which is now over age 72, that money that you take out, if you haven't sent directly to charity, you don't have to pay taxes. So. For instance, if you want to give Oasis $1,000 because Oasis is a 501c3 nonprofit, if you had that $1,000 come straight from your IRA, you could waive the taxes on that distribution. So for people who were taking required distributions, it was a nice change because they would otherwise have had to pay taxes. So if you are giving money charitably, you should actually still do that through your required distribution. So even though you don't have to take it, you may still want to take it because you can still defer that tax. So don't pay it out of your checking account because you won't get any tax benefit. Instead, have it come from your IRA. The other strategy that this opens up is the Roth IRA conversion, which we've talked a lot about in prior Oasis classes. The Roth IRA is one of the best and most flexible planning tools offered because your money grows tax-free forever in a Roth IRA. So if you don't have to take an RMD, it might allow you to convert more money to a Roth IRA because the year you convert, you do pay taxes. So this would allow you the ability to take some money uh, and not have to pay taxes on the RMD, move some money to the Roth IRA, and then let that grow tax-free for the rest of your life. Because we've got a, a big debt. We had a $23 trillion debt in this country that because of the crisis we just went through, they added about another four and a half to five and a half trillion to that. So we're gonna be at a $30 trillion debt by the end of the year. So it's inevitable in our opinion that tax rates go up in the future. So the Roth IRA is a strategy you can use, especially if you're over 72, so you don't take your distribution, you push a little more money into the Roth. And as we just mentioned, look at your required distribution strategies. You may now want to actually take that RMD, give it to charity, even though you don't have to. So a lot of that is, is obviously case dependent, but those are the three big things. Okay. So this CARES Act was reported to be a $2.2 trillion relief package. How might that affect an old finances and our economic system? Well, that's really the million dollar question. If you listen to the press, there are all kinds of theories about what this is going to do to the economy from mild to, you know, catastrophic to everywhere in between. Um, but the one thing you can't argue about is that they're adding a bunch of money to our debt, as we just mentioned. So not only was the CARES Act two and a half trillion dollars in relief, which was borrowed money, but the Federal Reserve Board to keep the banks liquid added about four and a half trillion into that as well. And it didn't get much press. Um, and then they're talking about they're debating right now in Congress and another bailout package for individuals and small business. So 
that is going to lead to higher income taxes down the road because we will eventually, once things get better, have to pay that debt back from somewhere. So again, that pushes us towards Roth IRA conversion planning. And also, if you look at other countries that this has happened in high debt, they eventually end up with low interest rates and the U.S. is back to zero now in interest rates. And then they stay there for a long time. So Japan, which had our same problems, has been at a zero percent or negative interest rate for 22 years. So the strategy there is lock in rates now and ladder your assets while we still have decent interest rates because we not only do we think they're going to go lower, they're going lower every day. If you look at your bank statements and what they're offering and bond rates and in CD rates, it's happening. So there's going to be an effect on our economic system. We certainly are hopeful and optimistic that we get out of this sooner rather than later. But at the end of the day, even if we do, there's going to be a big debt to pay back. So think about taking advantage of higher interest rates today, as well as look at some of those tax-free conversion planning options. Okay. So Jake, do you have any final thoughts for our listeners? So yeah, we it's as I mentioned at the very onset here, it's going to be really important to stay up to date on the changing conditions. They're giving us some benefits, but you have to stay updated and learn about that and figure out can you use these things that may be temporary to your advantage. So they are giving us some tools. So stay plugged in. Um, Oasis is obviously a great resource, so stay plugged in there. Look at your updates from Oasis. Uh, I believe we're going to be doing a CARES Act Zoom call uh, to to continue to maybe dig deeper into these details and, and get a little more detail on the CARES Act and, and some of the detail on the strategy that we just covered. So um, look to Oasis on that. And of course, Jenny, you might add a little more on that if you'd like as well. Sure, of course. Well, Jake, thank you so much. We certainly appreciate your time with us today. And for those of you who would like to hear more information on today's topic of the CARES Act, like Jake said, we will be providing an upcoming online class for San Antonio Oasis, and we will be sending out an email blast with specific times and dates. And for our members, please continue to be on the lookout for those email blasts advertising future online classes as well. For our other listeners in the San Antonio area, please call 210-236-5954 on how to receive further information on any upcoming classes or our organization. We hope you all have a great day, and remember, we are here for you.